Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Dudes Who Bet Sports for another week. Man, Papa Dude, you've got to be just feeling bored almost. It's been a while since you've been on the air. I know. And that's your fault, not mine. So. <laughs> You're right. No, that is now, my fault. <laughs> yeah. Now, today was my fault, but. Well, uh, yeah. Duty calls today. Yeah, yeah. I'm raring to go. Let's do yeah. it. Three, three podcasts in a row. You had blinkers off, and then you got Magic Mike, and now you got us. Um, yeah, it's going to be going to be a good one. We got a lot to go over today as far as uh, college football NFL picks. I wanted to start since you haven't been on the air and we haven't got to talk to you about the Breeders' Cup. I wanted to start with the Breeders' Cup. Um, you know, you kind of told me, hey, I didn't care a ton about Friday. I uh, really enjoyed Saturday. What were some of your favorite moments of Saturday? Yeah, the, the, the Friday thing. I know I'm I'm one of those guys. I'm not interested in the two year olds. I don't care because yeah. they. They, I, I've never really gotten anything out of it. They change so much by the time they start running again as three-year-olds, and you can't. I never, I never can really tell who's going to emerge mm-hmm. in May and on down the line. So I don't pay much attention to it. But I may be a little weird, but I thought Saturday was fantastic because the good superstar horses won. And I think that's a big boost for racing. I really do. I loved the, it, it was chalky. Yes. So for the better, maybe not. But for horse racing, I think those big time horses went in makes a difference. I yeah, really I, I I think it, it was good. And yeah, I mean, there, there was a little bit of chalk, but also, you know, the late pick five, it was hit on uh, for the wagering guide, hit it on a 96 seller ticket. It paid 1300 bucks. I mean, yeah. that's not bad. No. Um, the, the, the trifecta uh, also on the wagering guide uh, or the wagering Bible that hit uh, in the turf sprint paid $558 for 50 cents. Yeah. I mean, so there were prices to be had, and you could kind of get uh, get heavy with some of those opinions with the chalk, yeah. and it worked out. So I, I was with you. I, I thought Saturday was the best day of the year for racing. Oh, no doubt. Um, Cody's Wish gets a win. That was fun mm-hmm. to kind of kick off the Breeders' Cup races. Um, who, was that like, was that your best? I mean, was that the I'm, thing that made you feel the best, or what, what was kind of your favorite? Well, I'm so glad, you know, I, I love that horse, and I'm, I'm glad he, that was just a really gutty win. Yeah. And I'm glad, glad that happened. Um, you know, I gave up on Goodnight Olive. Yeah, she beat me the last time. I believe it was the last time we had a Bible. I think she ran or sometime. Yep, she yep. me. So I gave up on her, and then she came home and you know, ran fantastic. Uh, Idiomatic, I hit that one. It made yep. me feel good. I like that horse a lot. You know how much I like Elite Power. Yeah. That was my favorite. That and no balls, just because of the name. <laughs> but I, uh, I definitely thought of you. Uh, I picked Elite Power as well, and uh, yeah. I definitely thought of you though, because you know when we were covering him in the summer in Saratoga, yeah. you were really a big fan of his. And was there? I mean, that was just a no doubt winner by oh. him. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Frank said. I think it was on Elite Power. Do we now put him into the superstar ranks? Is this a superstar type horse with the season he's had and the yeah. record? Yes. And I think you do. Uh, yeah, No Balls with the name is fantastic. And that, yep. that tell me, 
what do you think of Rita Barrio and how this horse has just emerged as uh, one of our better horses? You know, it took a while. Yeah. And I don't um, think that classic was super strong, yeah. but still, what an effort. I was super happy with it, obviously, you know, yes. him to win the race. Um, I thought on paper that his race that he ran in the Whitney was just better than everybody else. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I think no matter what you looked at when you looked at metrics or just replays or whatever, he looked, that was the race that was much better than everybody else. And then it was just a question of how, how is he doing? Is he going to be able to, you know, replicate that? And honestly, I give all up. Uh, well, a lot of the credit to magic who was there every day on the roof and, and every day he would report to me and he'd be like, man, why do Barrio looks fantastic. He looks yeah. so good. Like, he looks like he's put on weight, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we were standing there at the rail uh, as they were going to the gate uh, for the classic and wide bar walked right by us. And I said, I don't think he's going to lose. He just, he looked uh, yeah. unbelievable. So he, you know, he, he gets to Dutch row and, and I don't really know how or why, but he just is a different horse. And yeah. I mean, what you watch that race back, you never think he's going to lose at any point. I mean, no. he was just awesome. Yeah. yeah, he looked the, like a classic winner should look. You know what I mean? He was, yeah, man, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I was gonna ask you this. So we we got into LAX on Thursday at mm -hmm. I think it was four o'clock, three three or four o'clock. Can't remember. Three thirty, I think. Let's say three thirty. Our Airbnb was twenty eight miles from LAX. How long do you think it took to get to our Airbnb? Well, obviously, it's got to be a long time. I don't think you'd be mentioning this. I'm uh, going to go two hours. Yes, yes. It was a little <laughs> over two hours. Oh, my God. To get from when LAX. What time did you land? About 3.30. Their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think what it would have been had you landed at 5. It was... It was <laughs> crazy yeah it was crazy uh we we got out we got off the plane i i got the map out i'm like oh god it's it's bad and uh so we, we tried to get an uber first it was 300 dollars for an uber um oh, god yeah so we got a lift it was a hundred dollars 100 about 115 dollars for a lift yeah but uh two hours to get to lax or from lax to get to our airbnb <sighs> two hours to go 28 that's, that's... miles and you know, you talk about LA traffic. It's not like, you know, the interstate right down the road from where yeah. we, we live. It's a two lane and, you know, it never gets backed up. But if it does, it's two lanes. This is like six lanes of just solid yeah. traffic. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It was nuts getting getting there. So um, you were just stopped. Completely. Like for, for an hour at least of the trip, we were going one mile an hour or stopped. Yeah. Golly. It was crazy. Yeah. And so you're in there and. Some guy you don't know, he he couldn't speak English, so we couldn't have to talk to him. But still, it's just like this is wild. Um, yeah, so that was wild. That was that was definitely a a, a trip in in and of itself, right there. It took uh, it took significantly less Sunday morning uh, getting to the airport. So yeah. that was good. Um, mm. Yeah, but that was kind of some some crazy things uh we met a lot of people papa dude and and they all were asking where you were at they were Bro, not happy that you weren't that. there i'm shoddy can 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 vouch for it we met uh well no, we didn't meet pedlo but we saw pedlo we saw michael lawson yeah pedlo was there uh, pedlo flew out uh with toby keith actually isn't that something That's you're right cool. yeah 
So as we were driving two hours just to get to our Airbnb, Pedlo, just a private plane, just got out there with Toby. So that's nice. Um, no, we, we met Pedlo. We, did, we saw Pedlo. We, we met yeah. Michael Austin for the first time. He was yeah. asking about you. We met Rodney, uh, the USC Rodney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good guy. Good guy. And yeah. uh, this was the thing. So we get to dinner Saturday night with John White. And John White was was just, I think he was hurt that you weren't there. He wants to meet you so bad. So, <laughs> My goodness. John better get a better life, I guess. I, I so I, right? Just give me a message. my number and have him call me. And I, I no wait, make sure I have a couple hours. But uh, I was going to say, you, if, if you get to talking on the phone with John, it's not going to be five minutes. Well, so. I, I can't talk horse racing for two hours. I don't think. Well, you wouldn't have to talk much. <laughs> no, John. John, we hung out with him on Saturday. That is uh, neat. What's that? That's neat. I, I'm oh glad. yeah, he was. He was yeah, he talked about how much he enjoys uh, uh, what we do, and, and really, he was, yeah, he's Fantastic. a big Papa Dude fan. Um, oh, hey, it made my day. I know, I know, it was really it made cool. My and day. and uh, I, I, yeah, uh, I, I, I said we, we're gonna, I'll have to bring him out here. You know, the Breeders' Cup's not here next year, but maybe we'll go to Santa Anita um, or something. You honestly, I think you're you're in it now, where you're gonna have to start going to something. I know. Places that you've got fans. So yeah, it's uh, tough when you get popular. Yeah. And yeah, I know. Right. And tough. yeah, spending time with John, I hadn't seen John face to face in four years. Um, God, just what a, what a, I don't know. I can't even describe it. encyclopedia of, of racing and talking about things that happened 50 years ago. Like they happened yesterday. I mean, it was <laughs> incredible. He's got so many funny stories on, on guys like Bob Baffert and all kinds of things. So yeah, that was fun. Um, highlight of picture, the trip. I saw a picture of you with Ryan. Yes, and I don't that think was I've ever seen Ryan, actual seen Ryan. That was truly uh, you know, I I Ryan's probably my best friend in the world, and I hadn't seen him in four years. Uh got to see him and spend time with him it was great. But we we did something, and I really think this was the catalyst to turn the whole weekend around. Oh, okay. Um, and I think you'll be proud of this. Okay. So Samich always brings a football with him and we go throw the football around, I you saw, know, saw some video of that. Uh huh. So Friday, him and I and Stillman, Ryan Stillman go throw the football around and we could tell Ryan's never thrown a football. Saw ever. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was, he was, it wasn't good. No, um, no, no. Ryan grew up in Beverly Hills. He never played a sport. He never anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Saturday. I said, hold on, hold on. Before we go out and throw this football, we're going to teach you how to throw a football. And he yeah. said, I don't think I can do it. I, I've never, I said, I know we can teach you to throw it in five minutes. Ryan's not unathletic. He just, he just never did any sports. Right. So yeah. we get him out there. Samich teaches him how to hold the ball. We, we, you know, we're trying to teach him. He's he's getting close, but it's like, he's just babying it. He's afraid to throw it. And fi finally, Samich said, Ryan, <laughs> take that ball look at Aaron's face and you just throw it as hard as you can right at him. He said, Simon said, I guarantee you're not going to scare him with it. All right. He's going to be fine. He took that ball. He threw it perfect spiral. And I knew right then we've, we've really done something good today. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. <laughs> so listen, to, listen to this. Ryan had never drank an alcoholic beverage. He had, what? Two. yeah, he had never drank. Well, I shouldn't say never, but barely ever. Yeah. So on Saturday, he learned how to throw a football. Yeah. He drank two alcoholic beverages. 
And for the first time ever, he found his car in the parking lot without us helping. Oh my gosh. He's a man now. He's a man. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it was beautiful. It was just a perfect spiral. Um, yeah. So I, I want to know, did, did, did Shoddy stay with you guys? Yes. Shoddy was with us. Um, Shoddy. Yeah, I know. Shoddy. Such a wholesome was with girl. Us. I'm beginning to wonder. Um, yeah. Shoddy <laughs> was in the bunk beds. We had the one room had bunk beds. So her, her and Ryan were in that. Ryan and Shoddy were in the bunk beds. Yes. <laughs> Uh, text me later, Shoddy. Uh, <laughs> need to hear some of this uh, off the air. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that was a good time as well. Uh, um, was Shoddy yeah. out there throwing the football? I think Shoddy threw it once. She was more watching than yeah. anything. Okay. So it, it was it was good. It was good. So anyway, I like I said, I knew the weekend was going to be good uh, when uh, when we taught Ryan how to throw the ball. So. That's right. I did oh. see him throwing the ball before you taught him. The Friday situation, Samich and I kind of got together and said, all right, we got to do something for the next one. You know, before we throw it with him again, we got to help him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's pretty funny. And that's, um, typical, that's typical. uh, uh Samage, you know, can't take anything lightly. I was with him, though. Oh, you were in agreement that it had to be done. He should be able to throw it better than what he threw it. Yeah. He, he was capable, you know, that was the thing. Um, well, I'm glad he is now a man, for sure. He is a man, for sure. Um, Trying to think any stories. A baseball like that. <laughs> I think he could throw a baseball really nice, actually. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Last story from the Breeders' Cup, non-horse racing related. Uh, John Hernandez. You know, you know John Hernandez, right? The guy at Prairie Meadows? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, sure. Oh, he thinks he's like the lord of the press box, I guess. He's he's supposed to be babysitting Anita? us. What's that? At Santa Anita? At the Breeders' Cup, for some reason, he's always there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's it's funny because I text Kelly Von Hemel this and he's like, why is he out there? But anyway, that's another story. Um, yeah, he came over and he said, hey, uh, this, this table is just so loud. And it's like I'm sitting there working. I didn't even he, I didn't even hear us this time. It was your table. Our table. Yeah. And he said, uh, you guys, you know, this is a working press box. And I'm like, well, I'm I am sitting here working. And um, he said, I would hate to get. um uh, Get uh, I can't even think of the guy's name now involved. Uh, the head of the, the Breeders' Cup, hmm. Anyway, I'd hate to get him involved with you guys, you know. And I like, I turn around, I'm like, you're John Hernandez, I'm not really afraid of you, Jim Gluckson. Jim Gluckson, I hate to get Jim over here. So I walk out, and Jared goes, Why don't you get Jim over here, John? Bring him over here and see what he'll do because Jim and Jim and uh, skid along very well. So Evidently, Jim came over and it was no big deal, like we all thought. And uh, anyway, we were walking out, and I thought, you know, I'll go talk to John. So I did. I did have a a, a small conversation with John after uh, that happened. So, so that's it. Were you as mad at John as you were on our last show that we did? Um. Yeah, like I don't think John and I are friends anymore. Well, I don't think it's a big <laughs> loss. I didn't really cry over it. <laughs> No, he's kind of a weird dude, if you ask me. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. Well, the one thing I know for sure is is uh, John Hernandez is not telling me to do anything ever in my life, period. No. Like, that's not going to happen. 
This wasn't during the OU football game. No, no, this this was okay. on Friday. And yet this was a funny well, thing. This was Friday. We were literally talking to a colleague. So this is how it happened. We're talking to a colleague from the blood blood horse uh-huh. who was complimenting us on on how we kind of you know we're relaxed we have a lot of fun um you know and i was like oh thanks you know actually i don't even know that i even spoke because i was actually uh working and um anyway that's when he came over when this lady was talking to a couple people at the table and said oh this is a working press box you know it's like oh okay (laughs) so anyway that happened lord of the press box john he seems to think he is yeah Huh. He really didn't work out that well for him, though, in the end. No, no. Sounds <laughs> so. like he got an earful. You know, I don't know if he chose to ignore what I said to him or he didn't hear it or what, but it was very interesting. And the guys don't even believe that it happened. And it's like, why would I make that up? But it's like, so, I had a, I, I may have said something to him that probably shouldn't have been said. And he kind of just... He either blew it off or he didn't hear it or he didn't understand exactly what I said to him. I don't know. So it was you, Jared, Magic, Shoddy. Who else? Uh, Samich. Five of you? Yeah, and literally everybody was was working. And the lady came over to talk to us, and then that's when that all happened. Yeah. And so. how close were you to anyone else? I don't, I don't even, not that close. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't ever go in the press box. I did on that Friday night after the races because that's where everybody was going. So my options were to sit alone or go in there. And the answer was to sit alone. That would have been the best option. But I went in there. So needless to say, I didn't go back in there ever and uh, before or after. And I knew better than to go in there in the first place. Um, so does that's he, the thing. There was like eight people in the room. I wow. mean, does he know Teresa? And wasn't that her name, Teresa? I think they might be together. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh god. Uh, yeah. And listen, nothing better about sitting alone. I would have enjoyed that immensely. Versus getting another threat from that idiot uh, in the press box. So, had you ever seen him at the British Cup? I see him every year. Yeah. And every year I try to be overly nice to him. And every year he acts like he doesn't know who I am. And it's just like, you know what, dude? I can't imagine anyone even says anything to him. Period. I say, Prey Meadows, man. You know, really enjoy your stuff. He looks at me like I'm from outer space. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I don't know what I could really do to be nicer. And so anyway. Um, Yeah. Any other questions? I love it when he gives the rundown of the five horse race at Prairie Meadows and picks four of the five. You know, I, I like that. It, I'm going to go with the one, four, five, three. One, four, five, three. Right. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, I, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. I, I just, uh, I'm just, I continually to be amazed when you go into that area it's just a it's just a it's just going in it's like going going to your own funeral in a way and i don't i don't know why i i don't again end of the day was on me forever going in there i knew better i told i'm pretty sure i told the group i really shouldn't be in here you know because <laughs> something like this always happens because i'm sitting over here working and i you know anyway yeah. anything else you want to know before we move on no that's interesting stories though really yeah uh, John White wanting to meet me has pretty much 
you know, swelled my already swelled head. That's unbelievable. You, honestly, uh, we were talking about it. You, it, you need to go like to a Saturday at Santa Anita and then you need to go to Matt Denny's after I, it's, it's such a, I don't know. It's just really cool. Uh, it's Arcadia doesn't really feel like it should be in California. It's a really, for me, it feels like a Midwest town almost. Really? Um, yeah. And then Santa Anita, I mean, and Shadi, first time she was there and you know, yeah. I'm sure she could, I've never, you'll never go to a track as pretty as that track. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I know. Yeah. And I've, I was well-behaved all, all week, except when somebody made me upset. So, all yeah. right. Which was only one person. Okay, let's let's move on. You are you ready to move on? I'm ready. <laughs> Thank God. That's it. I've been on so many shows talking about I know, this. I know. It's time to close the book on it. Yeah. It it does kind of Arcadia feels like a small town. Yeah. Hmm. It really does. Yeah. All right. You want to talk football? Let's do it. All right. This is going to be interesting because l- last year I was the one going nuts about OU. Mm-hmm. And how bad it is, mm-hmm. and you were kind of calming me down. And I got, mm-hmm. I feel we're not talking about him yet. We're going to talk about on the show. I feel like the roles have reversed. I've calmed down a little bit, but yeah, I don't think you're you're still. Let's listen. Let's get into it. Virginia okay. and Louisville. Let's kick it off tonight. Right. <laughs> what a game! Virginia two and seven. Louisville eight and one. Louisville's a twenty and a half point favorite here at home. They got to take care of business, right? They do. Yeah. Um. Pretty impressed with them, really. Mm-hmm. And uh that's right, Shotty. Rub it in Arkansas one. Anyway, uh uh 20 and a half points. What do you think? Is that too many on a Thursday night? I don't think so. I think they roll Virginia. Tonight. I think they do too. It's at home. I think they'll be focused. I, I think they've got everything still to play for. I think they refocus and win. I'm with yeah, you. Let's go Louisville to kick this thing off. All right, the big one. Michigan and Penn State. Penn State had test number one and failed. This is the first test, however, for Michigan. It is on the road. Michigan's a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you got here? I think they got a break with it being at 11 o'clock. I'm a little surprised this game is at 11. Me too. I would have thought this would have been a prime time. I don't really know the reason why. Yeah. Um, I don't think Penn State can beat them. I, I I don't think they're good enough. And um, we don't know about Michigan. There are lots of things to get distracted about if you're Michigan with all the Harbaugh stuff that's going on. But I think they're better. And, you know, it's the first big test, so we don't know for sure what will happen maybe if they get socked in the mouth. They haven't really been socked in the mouth. Penn State's physical. I like Michigan to win, and I think I'll ha- I think I'll pick them to cover. I, I really do. I wouldn't be surprised if it's under the 44-and-a-half. I'm not sure Penn State scores more than 10. Well, I think that's the key. I think it's going to have to go under for Penn State to win. I, I just – I saw what Penn State did against Ohio State, yeah. and it just it, – I just don't have a ton of confidence they're going to score a lot. Their defense is really good, though, and I, mm-hmm. I do think they'll test Michigan. Um offensively but in the end I, I just don't think they'll score enough i, I, think I don't think Penn State can score. I, What's I could see 20 to 10 i could too yeah i could too i would definitely think about taking the under yeah yeah i would take that that, I, that total is because michigan has scored a lot of points but they haven't played anybody yeah that's any good what's their best win rutgers maybe 
Mm-hmm. They really haven't played anyone, and that and that overinflates their offensive totals. And Penn State's defense is good, so I think I would go under that. You and Kevin B on the same wavelength, right? As you said it, he typed it 20 to 10 written all over it. I think so. I think 20 is the magic number for Michigan. I think if they get to 20, they're going to win. And and I I just don't see, I just don't see Penn state being able to score enough to do it. And the the Michigan offense is, I think it's just pretty good really. And I I think they'll be able to score enough. I'm with you guys. I, I think Michigan gets it done. I don't know. I mean, being at home is a plus, but it not being at night is a plus in the favor of Michigan. I I, I think I think this is going to be a, a comfortable win for Michigan mm-hmm. when it's all said and done. Um. All right. Alabama and Kentucky next. This is an Alabama team that every week we're like, I don't know, maybe this is the week, and they just keep winning. And you know what? I feel like they're getting better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like every week I watch them, they're kind of getting a little better. Mm-hmm. Going on a road to play Kentucky. Um, they could be tricky here. 11 point favorites for Alabama. Who you got? There's two teams I'm going to talk about today that are well coached. This is one of them. Okay. This is a team that realized what they had to do and they realized it quickly. They have a coaching staff that knows what the hell is going on. Yep. And this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take the personnel you have and get a scheme that's going to win for you. Yep. And that's what they've done. And like you said, they've gotten better every week. They are, they're, this isn't going to be a game. I think they're going to smear them. I really do. I don't think Kentucky's that good. I think Alabama's going to go up there and roll, unless they're a little flat after the LSU game, which yep. they could be. I just think Alabama's playing about as well as anybody. I really do. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I've been super impressed. And yes, yeah, Kevin B's right. Milrow can't throw, but it, it hasn't mattered. That's because they they're coached, play. Kevin. Yep. Yep. He makes a throw when he has to. Yep. Okay. Well, here's the deal. They have taken what he can do well, throw yes. the ball deep. And they've, they've taken other little things that he can do well. And they've kind of just built the offense around yeah. what he does well. Yep. And they're good enough. Yeah. And, and they've taken advantage too. This is has not to do with them. The SEC is not quite as good, yeah, as it has been. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're not either. Well, and they're passing every test. Would you agree with this comment? Kevin says this may be Saban's best coaching job. This feels like an eight and four type of team. Absolutely, I 100%. agree too. You watch those Alabama teams where he where they were better. You know. Mm-hmm. I think those those you know previous Alabama teams would beat this one pretty easy. Oh, I do too. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's he, just crazy. I know back when they were struggling, you and I were talking. This could be it for him. You know, he didn't really look real interested. Not not to me. Not you know, kind of like mm-hmm. like when they went to South Florida and almost lost that game. He wasn't just going crazy over there on the sidelines. It was like no. oh, God, we're not any good. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, he's getting up there in age. He, this could be it for him. And then yeah. boom, they've turned around and, and you know, they've, they've beaten uh, Mississippi. What are they ranked ninth? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've beaten LSU and yep. Texas a and I mean, they've, they've answered all the tests so far. Honestly, I think if they played Texas now, they'd beat them. Oh, I do too. 
I just think Texas got them in a situation where they hadn't figured out how the hell they could win. That's right. You know, well, obviously they hadn't because they turned around and didn't even play the kid that's quarterback. And now the next week, yep. So they were yep. not happy with him. No at all and then they realized hey he's the best one we got so let's build around him and see what we can do yep it's it's yep. a it's a great job he's done it a is. great job without yep. any doubt um anyway but yeah i'm with you by the way i think alabama will go down or uh, go uh, uh up to kentucky for them yep. i should say and, and get it done i i think oh, they are athlete kentucky i i i think kentucky's like a bunch of like tryhards but i don't think their talent is just no. great so no. All right, you want to talk about good coaching jobs. Yeah. Kansas is 7-2. and two. I mean, uh, they're doing a great job there at Kansas. They host Texas Tech this week. Kansas is a four-point favorite. Now, what I'll say, Kansas is the type of team that could lose a game like this because mm-hmm. they're, they're not, like, going to come out and just roll the ball out and we're going to mm-hmm. pound you. they got to play well. They do. I think they will, though. Only a four-point favorite. What do you think about this Kansas-Texas Tech game? I was super impressed with them last week. Agree. I didn't see any of it, but I thought they might go to Iowa State and get beat I after beating Oklahoma. Yeah. Not being quite ready to play, and Iowa State has been playing well, and they didn't have much trouble with them. That's a sign of a really good team and a, and a well-coached team. Uh, I don't think Tech can beat them. Give me Kansas by double digits. All right, I'm with you. I think Kansas gets it done. Tech, kind of an overrated team at the start of the season. They still don't look very good. So I'm with you there. Uh, Give me the Jayhawks in that one. Tulane and Tulsa. Tulane has kind of been the king of winning close games that maybe shouldn't be all that close. This is another one. They're at home, 23.5 point favorite. The the bottom line is they're 8-1. and What do you think about this game? Will they cover this week? I I don't think they should be ranked, to be honest. They – I like Tulane a lot, so I follow them some. They yeah. were lucky to beat East Carolina last week. It was 13 to 10. That's not good. Yeah. $3 <laughs> tickets at Tulane, and that's crazy. <laughs> Number 23. Tulsa's, Tulsa's got they're 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 awful. They they, they really seem bad. like Tulsa seemed like they were getting a little better and then they've yeah. fallen off. Yeah, they have. So if they don't cover this, hmm. uh they're they got some problems at Tulane, I think, if they don't yeah. blow them. I field. think I think today or this week they get right. They get a win. I mean, I think they I get a get a cover. I mean, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Uh I don't know. This one, this next one might be a little tricky. Arizona, mm-hmm. they're playing really well. They're now ranked. They're 10 and a half point favorites on the road against Colorado. Colorado's been losing, but not they haven't been just awful. Mm-hmm. Do they have enough left to maybe pull a little bit of an upset here? What do you think? I think this has got a chance. Yeah, at an upset. If Colorado is still got some fight left in them, I think that's kind of what you were saying. Do they mm-hmm. still have, or as or is the season ruined for them? Um, because a bowl game is looking kind of iffy at this point. Arizona is coming off of two giant wins for them. Yeah, I think it was Oregon State and UCLA back to back. Right. Yep. Yes. So they beat two ranked teams back to back. And I, you know, you could look it up. I bet it's been years since that's happened. And now they got to go on the road after doing that. Colorado's capable of scoring some points. So it's all going to be about that. Are they going to be able to score enough? And I don't think they can 
That 10 and a half is pretty high, though. I think Colorado can play this close. Didn't they play Oregon State to win the seven last week, I think? Yes, they did. Yep. Yeah, I think this line's too high. Uh, I don't know if they can beat them, but this is this is one of those games that you look at and say, this could happen. Colorado yeah. could beat them. I, I'm going to take Colorado plus 10 and a half in this one. Um, I don't know that they're going to win. I bet they give Arizona a scare. They, this is a situation Arizona is usually not ranked and they're usually not big favorites. And so yeah. now you got both of those things going. I know, Hey, this is a pretty sharp Arizona team. It is compared to, compared to what they usually are. I should say. Well, it's a great coaching job. Fantastic. Yeah. He's done a good job, and, yep. but this is a, this will be a test That's right? to be the difference between like an Arizona or an Oregon is if Oregon goes to Colorado. You, it's not going to be a game where this, it could yeah. be a game. And if it's close, we could see something weird. I, I still think Arizona wins, but I'm going to take the points in yep. Colorado in that one. Um, All right, KSU, Kansas State, they're 21-point favorites against Baylor. Boy, Kansas State really blew it. They they could yep. have beaten Texas and didn't. Uh, do they bounce back here? Baylor's pretty bad. That helps. Baylor's awful. Yep. K-State blew it, like you said. They totally blew it. They had the game won. Yeah. Tremendous comeback. Thought it was over. It's 27-7. I thought this baby is over. And the yeah. next thing I know, it's 27 to 21. By the way, they missed an, uh, an extra point. They Ooh. had one block, they think, too. Just a real circus. And still had the game won and had it first and goal on the three, I think. Yeah. Went backwards. And instead of this was in overtime, and Texas had had to kick a field goal. Instead of kicking the field goal and tying it and playing another overtime, they went for it from like the six-yard line or five. It was – I don't understand that. So I don't see how they can get back up for that, but they are playing a pretty poor team. That's a lot of points. I would find something better to bet. I could see this one maybe being a little closer than 21. They're not exactly an explosive team either, and that kind of worries you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they'll cover this though. I really, Baylor's pretty bad, but you're okay. right. I don't, you don't know because that that was a. Sometimes you get beat, and sometimes you just blow it, and you it, it just felt like they blew it. You know. Yeah, you know they've been playing so well. Yeah, they get that one. They go to seven and two. They're probably going to make the Big Twelve championship game again. Yeah, and they are the defending uh, Big Twelve champions. Yeah, and now that's pretty much a wash for yeah. them. So. That's a tough loss for them. Yeah, that's a that's a bad one for sure. Uh, all right, let's go to the game that used to be, boy, this used to be something special, an old rivalry. Uh, now, not as much. Miami, they're at least better. They're 6-3. and three. Florida State up there, number four in the country at 9-0. and oh. Florida State's a 14-point favorite here at home. Um, what do you think? Do, can the Hurricanes muster any kind of a, a battle here and keep this thing close? What do you think is going to happen? I think they're terrible. <laughs> I just I don't think they're very good. I don't think Miami's very good at all. No, no I think Florida State's going to be ready. They've kind of stumble bumbled around the last couple of weeks on the road, and they were in trouble up at Pittsburgh uh, yep. last Saturday. They golly, it was a long time before they blew that game open. I think they're going to be ready for this one. I'm picking them to cover. I do too. I think I think they're going to get it done. I, I have a dislike for Miami's uh, football. Not not in general, just this football team, I don't think is very good. So 
I'm with you. I'm going to go Florida State in that one as well. Utah on the road taking on Washington. Washington, a big win last week. Uh, kind of their offense got right. Of course, they're, mm-hmm. they're playing JV team. But Utah <laughs> has a JV offense. Defensively, they're pretty good. We've seen Washington before they got to play USC. We've seen them really struggle back-to-back weeks against teams they shouldn't. What do you think? I mean, I don't really like this Utah team because of the offense. Do you give them any shot in Washington this weekend? I can't because I saw what Oregon did to them. And that was at Utah, right? Mm -hmm. And Washington, it's a matter of opinion. I don't think they're better than Oregon, but they're right there with them. This game's in Seattle. Utah's ranked. I don't, I don't think they can, I I don't think they can stay with them. I don't think they can score enough. So give me Utah or give me Washington. I'm going to pick them to cover. I'm with you. I don't think Utah can score enough either. This is the ultimate man. If they had their quarterback, this might be nine and O versus nine and O you know it. Cause they, that's really all they're missing. They just can't move the ball well enough. And consistently college football, you get in a situations, you've got to be able to move it and they just can't. So yeah. I'm with you. This is a very interesting game next it Tennessee is. on the road to take on Missouri, both teams seven and two. I think, I think I've classified both these teams as good, not great. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a huge game for Missouri that, yes. you know, they, they lost at home against LSU and a game they should have won. They, they played Georgia down to the wire. They did. This is a game Missouri needs to win. They're two-point underdogs. Tennessee's the favorite. That surprised me. What do you think? Well, to me, this is maybe the toughest game to pick. You know, I don't think Tennessee's great. Um, could you say both of these teams might be overachieving just a little? You know? I Yes. Um, yeah. Especially, I don't know. Missouri... Like I said, we were talking about them last week. They're overlooked, mm-hmm. but they're seven and two. This is another just very quiet, fantastic coaching job. Their quarterback is playing so well, and they've got maybe, other than Marvin Harrison Jr. at Ohio State, best wide receiver in the country. They they look like the old when they Missouri did. had Chase Daniel type of team. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're better in Tennessee at they home. Do. At yeah. home. If it was the other way around, if the game was in Knoxville, I might feel different. I think they're going to win, so I'm going to pick Missouri in an upset. I took Missouri in this game as well. I, I think they're. I think you said it as simple as you could say it. I think they're better than Tennessee. Yep. Um, I, I don't think Tennessee's a bad football team by any stretch, but I don't think they're great. Um, so I'm with you. I'm going to take Missouri as well. That kind of makes me vomit my mouth a little bit to say that, <laughs> but I'll take the I'll take the Tigers to win that one. All right. Let's go on. Ultimate letdown game, possibly here for Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State goes on the road to take on Central Florida. Oklahoma State, a two and a half point favorite here. What do you think about this game? This is a tricky one. Well, this is the other team I'm going to talk about, and it pains me greatly to talk about them in such high regard as I'm going to. Yeah. You talk about a coaching job. It's a good one. Mike Gundy is weird. Mm-hmm. Let's get that out right now. He's a strange dude. This son of a gun can coach. If you saw Oklahoma State early in the season, they had no idea what they wanted to do on offense. They were clueless. They were awful. They got ran out of their own stadium by South Alabama, which is just average. Yep. 33 to 7. Yep. Then they went to Iowa State and got beat. 
they were hopeless. And somehow, mysteriously, in the bye week, they settled on a quarterback, put him in a scheme that he can excel in, found a running back, simplified everything, yep. and are undefeated since. And it, this is his best job ever. It's a fantastic job. They they were one of the worst teams in the country. Everybody had written them off. Yeah, and for good reason. They, they barely were beat Central Arkansas in the yes, home. yes. And then suddenly you turn around, and you're seven and two. You're in the driver's seat to get to the Big Twelve championship game, mm-hmm. and you're only a two and a half point favorite <laughs> at Central Florida. I tell you what, it would not surprise me one bit if they get beat because he's taken a team that's not very talented and done a miraculous job with them. They're not that good. Nope. Now, they've gotten lucky. They don't have to play Texas. Yeah. But if you'll remember from the bye week, they came back and beat the shit out of Kansas State. Yep. They have beat Kansas. Yep. And they beat Oklahoma last week, but they didn't beat them. Oklahoma beat themselves. But it doesn't matter. They still won. Yep. So that's three of the best teams in the Big 12 that they've beat. Yep. This fantastic job. He should be the coach of the year if they win out. No doubt. Well, who are you taking in the game? What do you, I mean, Having all said that all being that, said. UCF in a big upset. <laughs> it, we talk about these lines all the time. It, this one is the one that sticks out the most. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be a really tough game. I think UCF is better than that four and five record. Um, I think Oklahoma State's going to be flat. Um, I don't see how they can help but not be flat. I still think they beat UCF. I just don't think they're going to have to beat them. But I, get I don't it. have the guts to pick against them either. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it'll be like a scary game, but I think they're going to win. I really do. It's going to be close. I, I I think they'll have to win late. Yep. All right. Thank God I was ranked because this is a game we were going to have to talk about. <laughs> it's Iowa. It's Rutgers. It's what it's all about. Two thirty in the afternoon on the Big Ten Network. This is going to be an amazing game. Iowa, a one point favorite, and the lowest total in college football history. No, I'm not making that up. That is a real thing. The over-under for this game, it opened at 28. It's up to 28 and a half. Rutgers, Iowa, what's going to happen? Can you believe that game last week? They won 10 to 7. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I tell you what. And I'm a Hawkeye fan. You can't find somebody better to rank than this team. They're seven and two. Wouldn't okay. You got Liberty out there; it's undefeated. You got James Madison out. I would put them in there instead of Iowa. I mean, you know what's crazy? They're seven and two, and if not for a horrible call, they'd be right. eight and one. That's right. You're absolutely right. And they are helpless. <laughs> <laughs> they, it, and they could very easily go ten and two. They they could easily go ten and two, no argument. They and also they could easily win. go seven and five. They could win that side of the Big Ten. But when you're in when you're in their situation, they're in now. I know. 
any but, game is winnable or losable. They could. Oh, they could for sure. Can yeah. you imagine the Big Ten championship? Well, whoever goes in there from the West, it isn't going to matter. No, I, I can't imagine it though. Oh my God. One point twenty-eight and a half. I go. I don't know. This game goes over that. I, I don't think it goes over. No, unless Rutgers. I think Rutgers is going to beat them. <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm going to take Rutgers to win. Do you think this? But it is like seven to three. No, is, I think no because Rutgers can score a little bit. I, I think we're looking seventeen thirteen. That would go over. I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> I think I think Rutgers wins the game twenty-one to three. Oh, so you're picking Rutgers in a route. I think Rutgers is quite a bit better than Iowa, honestly. I do think they're better. I don't think Rutgers' defense is great, so I think I, that's why I picked Iowa to score. <laughs> I I don't know. I just feel like Iowa is horrible. Oh, they are. I mean, can you imagine paying seventeen dollars to watch Iowa? Well, I think it'd be a neat place. All right. Yeah. Game. Yeah. You get to wave to the kids up in the, at the hospital. That'd be kind of, that'd be okay. That's, that's if true. I lived, uh, with, yeah, I'm 17. That's reasonable. Okay. I mean, it depends on how cold it is. <laughs> it depends. It says 47. That's not bad. 30 in the afternoon. That's yeah. not too bad. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to Iowa. Hey, that's sitting it. in the rain. That's it's that settles it. We're going to Iowa. Watch this game. I like the Hawkeyes. I really just can't believe how bad this is has this has gotten. I would like I would like to go to Iowa and wear a sign that says Brian Ferentz is my favorite offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well no, going- save Brian Ferentz's job. That's what we're, I would like to do. We're going Rutgers. Well, he got fired. He's out. I know. So. I know. Uh, we, we're, we got uh, Rutgers and we got the under. Did he get Sun- fired or did he just resign at the end of the season? I thought he's gone now. I think he's No, out. I think he. I think he's resigned at the end of the season. Oh, okay. Well, what is it? You know, Not positive, but I think. Uh, all right. Stanford and Oregon State. A little bit of a snoozer compared to some of these we've talked about. Yeah. Oregon State probably should get this done pretty easily, right? It should. Um okay. They're not a team though that blows people out. That's the thing. Stanford's yeah. been playing a little better. I'm a little afraid of that line. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pick them to win, obviously. But I'm staying away from that. That that, you know, they don't blow people out. Yeah, I'd hate to lay twenty and a half. Yeah, Oregon State. I'm with you on that one. Uh, okay, another huge game here: Georgia and Ole Miss. Uh, Georgia's a ten and a half point favorite here against Ole Miss. Ole Miss having a really nice season. They lost to Alabama and in a game, boy, a lot of people thought maybe this is the year and they didn't, they didn't get it done. Yeah. Can they kind of I mean, circle the wagons here, get the win over Georgia? Um, it's a Georgia team that hasn't been great. Honestly, 10 and a half points uh, here for Georgia. What do you think? No way in hell is Ole Miss going to be Georgia. I agree. I think not going to happen. Nice try. Uh, yeah. Lucky to win last week over A&M. Yeah. I don't think it's a great Georgia team. Am I crazy to say I think Alabama's going to beat them if they get in the SEC championship? Game? I don't think that's crazy. No, yeah. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. But taking Georgia, uh, I think they cover. I do too. I think they smash Ole Miss, honestly. I, I really do. Ole Miss kind of se- just seems like one of those teams they get in games like this, they're, they just aren't going to win them. So, no. All right, here you go. You get to go crazy now. West Virginia, <laughs> West Virginia coming to Norman. 
6 o'clock. Oklahoma uh, down to number 17. They are a 13-point favorite here against West Virginia. Mm-hmm. All right, take it away. Well, I'm not going to get into it much, but I've kind of calmed down a little bit. Uh, this is the maddest I've ever been after an OU football game. You were. And you weren't here. Yeah. No, you were mad. And I, and, and I was by myself. Yep, I could tell. And I was pissed. And I don't like where we're headed. Um, I'm not going to get into that. But we wasted a fantastic effort from our football team. Mm-hmm. I agree. Our football team played their ass off. They're injured all over the place. Our defense was incredible. And we lost because we have an offensive coordinator that can't get out of his own way. And until that situation is settled, we're going to struggle. Yep. And until the head coach gets control of this, we're going to struggle. Yep. And I just don't like the way this is headed. I don't think they're going to win this week. I, I, it depends on, are they going to play? Or are they going to sit around and wallow in self-pity? I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, oh, the season's over. No, it's not. They still could get into the Big 12 championship. It would take some things to happen. But you know what? You win that last three, and you go from six and seven to ten and two. That's pretty damn good. And you probably could get in a New Year's New Year's Day bowl game. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot to play for. I will say I don't really disagree with anything you said. Um we're all kind of not push back, but it's kind of try to give you some perspective on this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm being to be serious when you see, and I, I underestimated this as well. When you see the absolute disaster USC is, I agree. And you think that was a, that's what Venables took over at Oklahoma. Plus he Venables took over a weak program with a weak head coach who took all the best players with him. To I USC. agree. Even though, and I, and again, I, I'm just, I'm just as guilty of this. I, I thought, well, gosh, they've been. They look at their records over the last couple of years. He should. There's no way we should be six and seven last year. He took over a disaster. The, I think our program was in really bad shape. I agree. And, and I think when you see that what's happening at USC, you kind of realize, you know what, this rebuilding thing was a lot more than I thought. Because that's a disaster. We'll get to them in a second. That's a disaster. I I totally agree and I, with you. I just think he has put all his effort into fixing the defense and making this team tougher. And I think that has happened. I think it, the defense is better. And I don't think there's any doubt. We're tough. We're not very good, but they're tough. But what's happening on offense is a disaster. That's what irritating me we're not very good we're all not i can great. go ahead go ahead yeah. we're not great yet we should be nine and oh with any kind yes of offensive play calling i don't care i don't get on coaches the play calling the personnel packages we have the people we have in the games at critical situations yep. there is no excuse for it the running totally back right. situation is ridiculous Yep. Uh, the wide receivers we throw out there at times, it's ridiculous. Yep. There's no explanation for it. 
and that's where let's see, that's the only beef I have with Venables. You got to stand up and tell this guy, no, we're not running that play. Call something else. Totally agree with everything you just said. Yeah. No argument. My only thing that I could hope for is look, the things that his hands have been all over, they're better. They're fixed. Okay, but but but, but, you're but right. what I'm saying is now is this the offseason where we where he says, okay, now we gotta go get an offensive coordinator. Well, that's what that, that we'll see. These next three games are gonna, are gonna tell us that. Yeah. And yeah. I totally agree again on what you said. What he's put his guts into is fine. He's the head coach. I agree. The defensive coordinator. Now I know he had to do that. I get that. But okay, wouldn't you agree we had the worst defense in the entire country when he got there? Yeah, I'm not arguing that. Okay, what he's done with the defense is incredible. But he's not the defensive coordinator. He's the head coach. I agree. And when you're standing over on the sidelines and it's fourth down and five. And you run the play you run. I agree. You have to stand up as the head coach and say, what kind of shit is this? Call yep. timeout. Find yep. something better. Well, the, the bottom line is OU should be – if OU had an offensive coordinator, they'd be 9-0. I'm not saying he's – He's he's bad. His play – yes. They're in they're, – they're, they don't know what they want to do, and we're in week 10. Yeah. Yep. And yep. – you and I have seen almost every play of every game. We're going down there Saturday, and neither one of us has any idea what they're going to come out and try to do on offense, and that's yeah. ridiculous. We don't even know who's going to play outside no, the quarterback. They may pull some freshman running back that we hadn't played all year and starting. Yeah. Um, I, once again, again, once again, Aaron, if that's the running back coach's decision, who's starting at running back, mm-hmm. that's bullshit too. So – well, you can let you him make the decision, and as long as you agree with the decision, you could say, "Yeah, he made the decision." But if you disagree, yes, then- <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, I mean, honestly, honestly, and truly, and again, I was all over Venables last year. I'm not this year. I I just feel like he had to get extremely hands on with making him tougher and making him I, better. I agree and defensively, and and had they. Again, we talked about this last week. Had they beat Texas, or had they played Texas close and lost? Yeah, the expectations would not have been raised like yep. they have. Yep. But the fact remains: since the Texas game, they have not improved. No, no, that no. is an issue. Yeah. Why they haven't? I don't know. I'm not blaming that all on Venables because I know Venables has tried. Well, did they I get think, the big head. Did they get the inflated egos? They could have. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they turned the ball over. Yeah, they just I think started making mistakes. They started making mistakes, and 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 when you turn the ball over and you get behind, all of a sudden that play calling gets tougher, right? Yep. yep. Look, I I thought they lost the Kansas game when they didn't try to get a first down with two minutes to go. They need one first down to win. Yeah. Um And After I thought they lost the Oklahoma State play. Right. And I thought they I thought they lost the Oklahoma State game again after another incredible, not incredible, but a, a good defensive play. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State runs a trick play. OU's not fooled. They get an interception. They run it back to the Oklahoma State 45. They're ahead 21-17. It's early in the fourth quarter. And Oklahoma runs the ball three straight times up the middle and punts. And it's yeah. just like I just 
again, if you if you don't get any yards, but you you let the quarterback throw one maybe or whatever, yeah. it is what it is. But you just run it three up the three times at the middle and punt, and it's just like you just lost the game right there. You know? I, I, yeah, and yeah, it, it, that just can't happen. You can't. have to seize the momentum. You've got yep. you, if you score there, Oklahoma State has now been outscored 21 to nothing. They had a 17-7 lead, and now you got them 28-17. Game's over. You got them out of their game plan. It's over. Yep. The game is probably over. There, it the is Kansas over. This game is even worse. You have that game in your back pocket with one first down, and you do nothing to get it. Yep. Yep. And yep. you go – you just you go backwards, and yep. there's too much Mickey Mouse behind the line of scrimmage passes. Yep. Uh, you know, you're starting out, you throw the ball to somebody, and he's three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. When you got a quarterback that can throw the ball. Yep. Now, in Levy's defense, the, the coordinator, we did have a touchdown pass dropped. Yep. That was dropped. That's seven. And let's not forget the non-call in the end zone yep. on Drake Stoops. That They would have got the ball first and goal on the two. Of course, we'd have run it three straight times up the middle. I don't know if we'd have scored or not. We may have gotten a damn false start. We may have got a right. holding penalty. Yep. That kind of stupidity. Or an unsportsmanlike conduct from one of our idiot linemen. You don't right. know. But, uh, you know that would have been 14 more points mm -hmm. uh, right there. When you look at their statistics, they're very, very good, but they're well, not scoring enough points. They're just not scoring enough. And, and honestly, the last part of it, it, you, you hate to hear it or you, you hate that you're going to hate to hear it. And I hate saying it, but offensively, they just don't have anybody that's, no, they don't, they don't have a game breaker. They don't have that receiver that can, or running back. Yeah, that's right. And they don't, and Dylan Gabriel has been a blessing for us. Yes. He, he's not like a game changer, right? No, he needs a lot of help. He needs yeah. people around him. Oh, if you put like CD Lamb on this team, oh. like he'd be but, fine. Uh, uh, yeah. Eric Gray from last year. Sure. Yeah. 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 Eric Gray wasn't that, you know, he's a good player, great player. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, our offense is Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse could – it's just a, a goofy-looking offense. It has been all year. It has been for two um, years. But Listen, you take that drive away that Dylan Gabriel did to win that Texas game, and I don't know where we would be right now if you take that drive off this team. This is – okay, we're going to find out everything you need to know about this team yeah. Saturday night. Because yep. if they come out and they're not ready – West Virginia is pretty good. Yep. West Virginia should be seven and two. They had Oklahoma State beat. By the way, that's another team Oklahoma State's beat. Well, they had Houston beat. Houston beat them on a Hail Mary. Right. They could easily be eight and one. Yeah. And they've only lost to Penn yeah. State. So, bottom line, West Virginia plus 13. Oh, you may win, but I don't think they're going to cover. Yeah, I'm taking West Virginia in the points as well. 13 is a lot. Even if OU would have won last week, 13 is a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I'm taking West Virginia plus 13. I'm shocked well. by that line. I am too. It just went up. So I, that's yeah. good news for us. I so, guess so. Yeah, we'll see. 
All right, Ohio State takes on Michigan State. This should be a laugher here. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on this? Nope. Move along. All right, Texas takes on TCU. It's at TCU. It's at night. Ewers is back for Texas. Uh, no. Texas 12-point favorite. What do you think? No contest. Easy win, Texas. Okay, I agree. I think Texas wins pretty easily. Uh, Florida goes down uh, to LSU. LSU a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Two teams coming off losses. Uh, the LSU losses, it stings. Uh, Florida's loss is worse. Sorry, shoddy. But, you know, they were heading for a decent season. They would yeah. have been, what, seven and no, six and three. Mm-hmm. And kind of right in the ship a little bit. And losing to Arkansas really hurts. So 14 and a half, I think LSU covers. All right. You're going to go LSU to cover. I agree. I don't like Florida uh, at all. Duke and North Carolina, um, big game in football this year, not just basketball. North Carolina, 14 and a half point favorite. Yeah, it was a lot bigger a few weeks ago, but Duke has not looked good since that quarterback got hurt. Uh, kind of agree with Kevin. 14 and a half is a lot because North Carolina has not been playing worth crap either. So I'm going to take Duke plus the points, but I think North Carolina wins. I kind of disagree. I think North Carolina covers. I, I don't know. Duke's looked pretty bad since hey, the quarterback hey, got hurt. So. Yeah. Okay. I, I, uh, that's a tough one though. Cause 14 and a half is a lot and North yeah. Carolina can't stop anybody. Yeah. They're struggling. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go with you guys. I'll go plus 14 and a half. You guys flip me on it. Okay. All right. Final game. <laughs> See, now we get to have fun. USC go on the road to take on Oregon. I'll be honest. This is the only game I got to watch a whole lot of last oh, week. Was... The good one. <laughs> yeah. USC in Washington. Cause it was on at the restaurant. Obviously we were at, um, I don't, okay. Oregon's a really good team. Number one. I, mm-hmm. I don't think even if USC was really rolling, I'm not sure they could go in there and beat them. Um, 15 point favorites for Oregon. What, what are you expecting from USC this week? I think if USC was rolling, they could go in and cover. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to kill USC. So, they fire Alex Grinch. Um, that, that will make no difference. I, I remember when OU fired uh, Mike Stoops. I thought we were pretty much the same, but maybe a little tiny bit better. Yeah, but um, I don't think we played Oregon. <laughs> that's the big difference. No, we did not. Um, I don't know. You got a quarterback crying and his mom's arm on the in the stands. Oh. There's just some – that was – Look, and I get it. Like, I, I would like a quarterback to be, like, really hurt that you get beat. I mean, that means he cares. But not, that was no, bizarre. I don't really care what anybody says. That was weird. Got the, <laughs> like I said, you fired defensive coordinator. It just seems like this is a mess. Uh, and I now you got to so. go play Oregon. Well, here's the deal. I thought I thought they rallied around and played pretty good last week. They I just couldn't stop Washington. I thought they, they uh, what do you call it, circled their wagons. And came out with a good effort against a good team. Yeah. How are they going to do that again? I don't think they can. And so I, I just don't see emotionally. You think those players give a shit to Alex Grinch got fired? They don't care. No. If I'm a player on the USC and I see my quarterback crying on my mother's shoulder, I'm on his mother's shoulder, I'm thinking, Wow, 
this I, guy that paints his fingernails is really weird. Listen, <laughs> and I, I've seen the two sides of it. It's like, oh, there's been way too much made of this, or oh, oh. this guy's he's undraftable. I think it. Oh, I, I don't know it, about that. I think it lands in the middle. It's just like, you know, a guy gets in the locker room or he goes over the sideline and he might be crying or he put, he put a towel over his head and he's crying or whatever, but. Just the optics of that was literally the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Me too. I've like, never seen it. I've ne- when that's the other thing I've never seen that ever. Now I'm not no. talking about guys crying after a game. I'm talking about jumping up in the stands. Yes. Like going to, going to hug your mom and just bawling. <laughs> it's like this is your third loss, number one, and number two. It's just like that's we- like you wouldn't. I don't know. I just I wouldn't want anybody to see if me. If you want to go that. in the locker room and cry like that, okay, that's okay. Are you sure? Yeah, happens. I, I got to tell you though, as a coach, you really don't want to see that. I wouldn't it's think. the last game of the year, your senior year or something, and it's the last year, and you went out and played great and got beaten a tough game. Okay, that's okay. I agree. Yeah, that's fine. You know, have no problem with that. Seen that a million times. Yeah, but. This guy, <laughs> he wants to be part owner of an NFL team, and he can't handle the loss. He, he's that, a, or was it all fake? I, I don't, don't know. See, that's the thing. It was so weird. <laughs> and again, you got to take his helmet off. He's got a couple of tears. And he walks into the locker yeah. room. That's whatever. That happens every game. That was so bizarre that it's just well, like yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. When the game was over, he went like a normal player and went to Penix and they yeah. talked and I guess then he went over to the stands, I guess. And my first thought was he's showboating. I'm sorry, but that's what I was thinking. My first thought was this is all fake. I, I'm serious. It's my first thought. And then I thought, no, he's not really doing himself any good doing this, you know? I don't know what it was. If it was I don't paying, think it's it, going to hurt somebody drafting him. I don't think that's going to matter. You know, back to this game and everything that Oregon's been about and Dan Lanning has tried to, you know, build a – it's a tough program. They've, they've mm-hmm. kind of got that reputation. They're kind of ass kickers, you know. Yep. Tough, play defense. Then you got this pansy-ass, soft-as-shit program at USC. Does this that not feel likes. like – Huh? Nobody likes them either. No, does this not feel like they're going to get murdered up there? I think they're going to get killed. I'll be surprised. Because I don't really know how they're how he's going to rally the troops. He's you know, not. There's no troops to rally. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they're not good enough. I, I think they're going to get beat by 30. You know, I, I think you're right. And I think firing the defensive coordinator might give them a little bit of a they we might play a there? little harder, maybe. Oh, they they put Brian Odom in there, didn't they? Yeah, coach, I think it's Brian or Barry Odom. He used yeah, to coach at, o, at Missouri. Yeah, and I think he was at OU too. I think Odom, he's not bad. You no, know, he's better. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing about Grinch. He came into OU as highly regarded. Mm-hmm. He was the number one defensive coordinator prospect, mm-hmm. and they went out and got him. And now he's he's nothing. I don't know if he can get a D two job. <laughs> he's not going to get a coordinator job, I don't think. Well, and what's really weird is you know, Mike Stoops was pretty damn highly regarded, and yeah. that yeah. got ruined real quick. 
and then Grinch came in, and now he got he was highly regarded. Now he's ruined real quick. I mean, I think we got to look in the mirror, don't we? I mean, yeah, I don't know what the answer is, but this is this, this is a just a this is that. I mean, even like the most positive USC fan, they got to be looking at this because this is a disaster. Oh, like, I think so. It's unorganized. It's just a mess. And you got it's that crazy. shit going on. So this is bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't see it happen. I didn't know anything about it. And then Jared on the, on the way to the airport was like, have you seen this shit? I oh, I didn't see it either until I saw it. I said, it no, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, really? Like, Caleb Williams is like balling in the stands. I'm like, what? <laughs> Looked at that and I thought, that is weird. It was weird. Total weirdness. Look, I get it. I, you know, some, some people are sticking up for him. That's fine. I'm just, I mean, I'm not saying he's worthless or anything. I'm just saying no, I, no. I've never seen that. You know, it's strange. So. <laughs> anyway, we're both going to Oregon. <laughs> Slightly. Okay. Any any other games before we go through these NFL uh, games in two seconds? Not really. Okay. You got nothing. <laughs> we got to get to the exciting NFL, and we've got one to begin with tonight. Absolutely. Do you think Arkansas is going to beat Auburn this week? I do. I do too. I'm, I'm picking the Razorbacks. I think the Razorbacks go into that game, last game of the year at Missouri, five and six, with a shot at a bowl. I do too. I don't know if they win or lose or whatever, but I think that's what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if they go up to Missouri and beat them. Well, no, it's in Arkansas. Oh, it's in Arkansas? So, yeah. Oh, I definitely think they can beat them. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get excited? I can't. This is just, it's been on my mind all day. Is the anticipation killing you? We're going to do this in five minutes. That's the goal. Okay. The NFL. Here we go, yeah. and we're kicking it off. This is this is the true reason why you didn't come on the show today, this morning. <laughs> this was going to be my best bet. The Panthers and the Bears. Who you got? <laughs> Chicago Bears. three and a half point favorite. I was going to have the Bears to cover, but it was took, three this morning. I took the Panthers. Uh, I've got something to do tonight. Thank God. So this will not be on my TV at all. No, me neither. 100% <laughs> no. You're taking Bears, I'm taking Panthers. Okay. So that's dog game number one. Okay. Now, are you ready to get up early to watch this dandy of a game over in Germany? The Colts take on the Patriots. Uh, no, this is dog game number two. Okay. Colts are favored. Just for yep. the hell of it, I'll take the Patriots. I'll take the Colts. We are against each other, my friend. Here we go. <laughs> All right, here's a team that's playing pretty decent. Against, actually, this is two teams that are, are not horrible to watch. The Texans and the Bengals. Uh, I think the Texans are very sneaky. They're playing good right now. They are. Um, Stroud playing very good. I actually like to watch this team. Bengals are doing what they did last year. They're coming around. Yep. Six and a half point favorites here for Cincinnati. Who you got? I think the Bengals are going to win. I think it's too many points. Taking Houston plus six and a half, but Cincinnati's going to win. All right, I'm going to take and we're against each other again. I'll take the Bengals to cover this one. I, I think they're starting to come around. Oh, I do too. I just think Houston might give them a game. That's fair. Saints and the Vikings. Both teams somehow are five and four. Um, they don't, either team really doesn't scream excitement. Josh Dobbs gets a very improbable win. He'd been there like two days and then the Vikings win last week. Mm -hmm. uh, their, their guy they started got hurt. Uh, what do you think in Minnesota here? The Saints are the favorites. I think the Vikings. That was a hell of a win for them last week. They've won four in a row. Um, man, Cousins hadn't got hurt. This team would be on a roll. Yeah. The Saints. 
who is their quarterback? <laughs> they bounce around so much. Derek Carr for the Saints. Oh, he is back. Yep. Three points in Minnesota. I'm a Vikings guy. Give me the Vikings. We're going to be right, disagreeing I'll... again. Nope. I'll take the Vikings. Nope. All right. I think Dobbs was actually decent ish in Arizona on a, he on a really bad team. So I think he can make enough plays. All right. Here we go. Packers and the Steelers. Definitely a uniform game. Both these yes. teams' uniforms scream NFL. Uh, you know, Steelers sitting here five and three. We say this every week. I mean, what a job. Again, they yeah. really don't have a lot of talent. They don't. Packers suck. Uh, Pittsburgh's three and a half point favorites. I guess Steelers will win this game, right? Me too. I'm going Steelers. I, I think right. Okay, Titans and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are one-point favorite at home here against the Titans. Another shitty game. Uh, can Tampa get back up after losing, scoring 37 points and getting beat? Last but Tennessee's not very good. Yeah. Do you realize had Tampa won that game, they'd be 4-4 four and four with a chance to go 5-4 and four in that bad division? Yeah, I know. But they didn't. Nope. Um, I'm going to go Tennessee. We'll go Tennessee as well. I'm with you on that one. Okay. The Brock Purdy, the real part, Brock Purdy, he may be there. We may be seeing him. Yeah. 49ers really struggling. They go on the road. They are three point favorites against Jacksonville. Who you got? Is uh what's his name? The receiver gonna play? Do you know? Debo. Let's see what the latest is on him. Well, I clicked on the I wrong I don't have anything. No, they'll have it. They have the latest. I just haven't checked it today. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I well, he's not on the injury report, so that means he's going to play. That's why they're yep. three. That's why they're three point favorites, probably. Yep. Uh, Trent Williams still on there though. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Jaguars. Who? I don't really like either of uh I'll take the 49ers. I'm gonna take 49ers. Right. I like to bounce back. Here's a pretty good game. The Browns and the oh, Ravens. Uh I think the Ravens, they them and the Eagles probably look like the two best teams yep. right now, in my opinion. Yep. Uh they're six and a half or Ravens are six and a half point favorites at home here against Cleveland. Do you think Cleveland comes in here and gives them a game? I do. I think Baltimore wins, though. I think that's too many points. So I'm gonna go. I think this one's got a 20 to 17 type look to it. Uh, the Ravens been playing great. Give me the Browns plus the points, but Baltimore is going to come out of there eight and two. All right. I agree with both those takes. I think, I think you're right. I think that's going to be a pretty tight game. Atlanta goes on the road, take on the Cardinals battle of the birds here. Falcons are two point favorites against the hapless Cardinals. Do the Cardinals still care if they do? How could they? I know. (laughs) I know. But you know they've played. Uh, they played awful last week. Uh, huge game for Atlanta. Huge. They can win that sorry division. Yeah. Do you have any confidence in them? I don't. No. I don't have any confidence in Atlanta at all. I agree. But the Cardinals. I guess I'll take the Falcons. But God, find something else to bet, people. <laughs> If you were going to watch this game, you might have mental issues. Uh, I'll take take the one tonight. Well, that is definitely true. Uh, Lions and the Chargers. Lions are three-point favorites on the road in Los Angeles. Probably be a home game for the Lions, though. Yeah. Uh, Chargers playing better. Lions stunk it up last time. Do I dare take the Chargers? I got them right. 
two weeks in a row. You have. Oh man, this is a hard one for me. I I want to take the Chargers, pick another upset. I'm going to go go Chargers. Detroit beats them easy. Won't even be a game. All right, Giants. Giants. Giants oh. on the road taking on the Cowboys. Oh, these poor Giants. The Cowboys are 17 point favorites. I believe that's the biggest spread I've seen this year. I think it is. Yeah. And they're five and three. Yeah, they're Who's really Dallas? not that good. Yeah, I know. Giants plus 17. I don't know how they can do it, though. There's no way you can get those words to come out of my mouth. So <laughs> I will take that. Hey, the Cowboys I'll... played pretty good in Philly. They might be a little flat. Uh, this is, <laughs> listen. I'm so, I listen. I we because of Saratoga and, and you know I know some people well in my family up there as well. They're, they're Giants fans. It's just it's, it's just bad. bad. It's just bad. Yeah, bring them the number one pick. Yeah, maybe you, you guys Caleb? could get Caleb Williams. <laughs> I don't um, think Caleb can handle that New York media. Do you? Can you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? What would they have done to him in New York? We doing stuff like that. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. Uh, yeah. Give me the Cowboys in that game. <laughs> All right. Commanders, the team I never get right. They're on the road taking on the Seahawks. Seahawks are six and a half point favorite. I mean, to me, the Seahawks should, should cover, but yeah. what do you think? I think you're going to get them right this week. If you take the Seahawks. Okay. <laughs> you promise? I don't know. Six and a half is a lot of points. Uh-huh. That's the problem. I think Seahawks win. <laughs> give me the Seahawks. All right, Jets and the Raiders. Oh, yeah, this is what we've been waiting for. A little bit of Sunday night action as well to see this 10 to 3 game. This is like putting Iowa and Rutgers on primetime Sunday (laughs) night. What do you think? Jets are one point favorites here in Las Vegas. What do you what do you think? Do you think the Raiders ought to be favored? I would think so. Yeah. Jets aren't very good. The Raiders are coming off a big win. Yeah. I'm taking the Raiders all the way. This is an easy one for me. Well, nothing's easy, but I would take the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Um, yeah, I thought the Raiders, they played decent last week, I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. It's Raiders. Indeed, it might have been Arizona. No, Cleveland beat Arizona. I forget who the Raiders beat. They beat All them. in on the Raiders. Doesn't matter. Raiders going to be ready. <laughs> all right. Final one. This is actually a little interesting to me. Uh, the yep, Broncos really. fresh off a win against Kansas city. We get, we get Russell Wilson at prime time. That's cool. They are <laughs> going to take on the bills who suck something fierce. The bills are seven point favorites. I don't know. They should win, right? They should. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think the bills are going to win? I do think they're going to win. I, I don't know if they're going to beat them by seven. You know, Denver played really well the other day. Did they? Yeah, they played hard. Okay, I know the Chiefs were god awful. They were. Yeah. By the way, they didn't look a whole lot better the other day either. No. Mm -mm. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills to cover. Me too. Give me the Bills. That Monday night spotlight's going to get them. You know, they're going to be ready to go. Can't wait. I don't think they're very good though. The the bills? Yes. They suck. Yeah, they're not very good. They suck. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's it. That's all we've got. We've made it through the NFL. We made it through the Breeders' Cup. We made it through John Hernandez. Yeah. We made it through college football. 
Oh, anything else you want to talk about before we before we no, leave? I, no, I I uh, I'm going tonight to see uh, one of the best people I've ever taught and ever known. Okay. Uh, Will Gallup played it uh, where I coached. Is in college now, and she's playing over here in Joplin tonight. Uh, her team's coming to Joplin to play, and I'm going to go watch her play. I'm looking forward to seeing her. Really good little player. So that's what I'm going to do tonight. So cool. To like it. That'll be fun. Yep. Um. Yeah. How, now, how many? I've never been to a game over where you're going. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a. If, for people that don't know, it's like a small Christian college here in mm-hmm. town. How many people know. go to those games? Do you think? Well, I have no idea. It's kind of, and it's a girls' game. I'm assuming very few. Hundred. Uh, it's kind of a pretty, pretty gym. It's not very big, but it's all chairbacks. Uh-huh. It's it's nothing really. It, it didn't seat very many. I'd say maybe twelve hundred, maybe. Do you think I I, like how, like as far as people in the door tonight? What do you think? Five, uh, 400. I think that'd be a good crowd. Well, there's going to be a lot of people. Well, there won't be that many people. Sarcoxy will have 50 to 75 there. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it's just a girls' game, too. There's no yep. boys' game. So, tougher draw. Yep. Yeah. Let's go down to 300. Okay. Well, I will not be one of those, but you will. Well, I know. Then... I'm just, I just think. Yeah, I wouldn't go if I didn't live here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but it's five minutes from where I live, and and I, you, I hate to give up the Bears and the Panthers, but right, yes, yes. <laughs> you uh, you live five minutes from the school, yeah. So that's that's one thing. That's right, and you know. By the way, by the way, first time I saw you out in town. Uh, that would have been two days ago. So there you go. Where was that at? I was coming back from uh, a doctor's appointment and I was going down, um, I don't know, whatever, Maiden Lane or whatever that road is and saw you. You're driving the other way. Sure, that was me? Yeah, it was you. It was you. You're in the red truck. Yep. What the heck was I doing over there, I wonder? I don't know, but I saw you. So there you go. First time I've seen you out in town. So there you go. All right. Um, I may not have been Maiden. You were going heading over towards Web City. I don't know. Don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think I'd been. What day was that? That would have been Wednesday. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't on Florida. Could have been. Okay. <laughs> Could have been. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the roads. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had my yearly. By the way, all the tests come back good. I'm good for another year. You went to the doctor. Yeah, clean bill of health. No, she uh, Heather makes me go. I've been every year for the last oh, okay. four years now. Yeah, so five, five years. You want to know a funny story, and then we got to get off here because I got to get going. Okay. I'm old enough to be on Medicare, okay? Okay. And Medicare is supposed to be this wonderful, cheap. So this is really good news. So I went to get Sandy's health insurance uh, renewed because it's on Obamacare. You have to renew it every year. So we went to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know that her insurance is cheaper than mine on Medicare? Oh, wow. No. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but it went way down. What? That's good. Oh, excellent news. So, yeah. well, there you anyway, go. You can go to the doctor. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. And we still love it over here in Joplin, by the way. That's good. That's good. You've you've made it three or four weeks, or no, three, no, a couple oh, months now. Couple months. And, yeah. Now six weeks. I was and telling the, Jared you love okay. it here, and I said the thing about that that he doesn't understand is where he's living is just went downhill so bad that he's come over here to an actual town, and it's like, wow, this is great. Yeah, it's it's nice. The people are nice. Yep. Um, really enjoy it so far. Yep. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. All we got. Yep. We're gonna. Let I think I'm gonna be on in the morning too. Well, there you go. Tune in tomorrow morning. We will be back tomorrow. We'll take seven tomorrow. Great. Sounds good. All right. We're going to get off here, guys. Everybody have a great rest of your night. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for Dudes Who Bet Daily. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman. And it's Bob the Coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.